Welcome to Current Radio's People Station. Please enjoy today's selection of news. In entertainment news, we have Taylor Swift showing her support for Emma Stone at the premiere of Stone's new film, Poor Things. Swift arrived at the DGA Theater in New York City in an all-black ensemble with a pop of Red lip, right? Classic Taylor. And the coat, faux fur lining around the neck and wrists. She knows how to make a winter statement. Indeed, she does. Now these two have been friends since their teenage years, and Stone recently gave Vanity Fair a glimpse into their friendship. She even mentioned how Swift helped her get tickets to her own Eras Tour concert in Arizona. Ah, the perks of having a pop star as a friend. But it's not just about the perks, is it? Stone spoke highly of Swift's stamina and energy during her performances. She said it blew her mind, which is quite a compliment coming from an Oscar-winning actress. Speaking of performances, Swift revealed that Mandy Moore, who choreographed La La Land for Stone, also choreographed her concert. A recommendation by Stone, in fact. It's clear these women have a deep mutual respect and admiration for each other's work. Swift even admitted that learning choreography isn't her strong suit, but she managed to pull it off. Even with a hangover, she said, referring to the Grammy night. Now speaking of friendships, Swift also opened up about her relationship with Beyonce. Ah yes, she called Beyonce a precious gem of a person and praised her business practices. But she also pointed out how media and stan culture often pit female artists against each other, which is something both Swift and Beyonce refuse to participate in. It's a strong message, isn't it? The importance of supporting each other in an industry that often thrives on comparisons and rivalries. Absolutely. It's refreshing to see such strong friendships and mutual respect among these top artists. From one pop icon to another, let's rewind the clock a bit and delve into some music history that's about to be made accessible to the public for the first time. Switching gears to music news, Michael Jackson fans are in for a treat. His first ever studio recording is being released digitally. We're talking about Big Boy, which he recorded with the Jackson 5 back in 1967. That's right. This is a significant piece of music history. It marks the first time Michael's voice was put on tape. And now it's going to be released digitally on Thursday. Fans can purchase it as part of a limited edition release. Michelle D. Traw, another Block CEO and co-founder, expressed his excitement about bringing this recording to the world. And it's not just the song, right? They're offering a whole package with this release. Something about digital vinyls and... Yes, for $25, fans get Big Boy, one derful version, accessible through another block's player, images of the master tape and agreements, downloadable song stems, and a digital vinyl B-side, including Michael the Lover and My Girl, with their stems. And there's a pricier version too, I think, with more songs and... Absolutely. For $100, fans can get everything from the $25 package, plus newly designed artwork and nine additional songs and stems from the Steeltown Sessions in 1967. Songs like We Don't Have to Be Over 21, To Fall in Love, You've Changed, Tracks of My Tears, and more. That's a lot of history right there. And it's not just about making money. A portion of the sales will go to the Legacy Foundation, a nonprofit in Lake County, Indiana, where Jackson grew up. Exactly. It's a tribute to the king of pop, his music, and his roots and it's a great opportunity for fans to own a piece of that history. From the history of music to the making of new cinema, 
Let's now turn our attention to the world of film. Two leading ladies of Hollywood are teaming up for a promising project, and it seems their off-screen bonding is as intriguing as their on-screen roles. Let's dive into this fascinating story. In entertainment news, it seems Halle Berry and Angelina Jolie have been bonding over their upcoming film, Maud v. Maud. Yes, and not just over the film, Alex. Berry, in an interview with Variety, revealed that they've been talking a lot about divorces and exes, which has helped them bond. Interesting, isn't it? Certainly. Both actresses have had their fair share of public splits, which must make for some common ground. But what's more intriguing is Barry's mention of a rocky start to their relationship. Right. She didn't go into details, but it seems they've managed to turn that around. And now they're not just co-stars, but co-producers on this film. Speaking of the film, Mod Mod sounds like quite a mix. Barry described it as comedy meets Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Mission Impossible. So we're looking at a heartwarming love story that involves supernatural elements, time travel, and the future. And they're planning to film it all around the world, in places that haven't been shown on screen before. It's an ambitious project, especially considering Barry's experience directing her debut film Bruised, which she described as hell due to the treatment she received as a black woman director. That's a sobering reminder of the challenges still faced by women, especially women of color, in the film industry. But Barry's resilience is admirable, and it will be interesting to see how this new project unfolds. Absolutely, Alex. And it's clear that fans are eagerly anticipating Maud v. Maud. Barry's been engaging with them on social media, and the excitement is palpable. From one Hollywood story to another, we're moving away from the big screen and towards the wedding aisle. As we know, love is always in the air in Tinseltown. Let's delve into some recent nuptial news that has caught our attention. In the world of celebrity weddings, Frances Bean Cobain, daughter of Courtney Love and the late Kurt Cobain, has just tied the knot with Riley Hawke, son of renowned skateboarder Tony Hawke. Ah, yes. Tony Hawke shared some snippets from the wedding on Instagram, didn't he? To celebrate Riley's 31st birthday, if I recall correctly. Absolutely. He expressed his gratitude that Riley and Francis found each other. He also mentioned how Riley is setting a good example for his younger siblings, which is... It's quite touching, isn't it? And the wedding itself, I heard it was quite the celebration. Tony Hawk seemed to have enjoyed it, at least from his Instagram post. Yes, he did mention they had a blast. And it's interesting, Francis and Riley haven't shared any photos from the wedding themselves yet. It's a bit of a... A bit of a mystery, isn't it? But we do have some details about the wedding. For instance, the ceremony was officiated by REM frontman Michael Stipe, who is Francis's godfather. That's right. And speaking of Frances, she took a year-long break from social media prior to the wedding. She only returned to Instagram in 2022, sharing some joyful moments from her life, including her relationship with Riley. It's always nice to see these glimpses into their lives, isn't it? And Frances, she's been married before, right? To Isaiah Silva, I believe. Yes, they were married for 21 months after tying the knot in June 2014. But now, it seems Frances has found happiness with Riley. Here's to wishing them a lifetime of joy and love. Absolutely. Congratulations to the happy couple. 